This is episode 13 of Fam Life with Bill Gomez on the Rising Man Podcast. What's good, y'all? Phil Gomez back at it again. Thank you so much for dropping in, for taking a moment to hit that play button and listen to the message that I have here for you today. So this is something a little bit different today. I got a poem for you guys because I'm tapping into my romantic side. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, got got this poem for you guys because it's something that's impacted me so much throughout my life. And sometimes we got to appreciate a little bit of art and not just hear the play-by-play of do these exact things in order to be a better man, right? Sometimes we got to hear something that's a little bit more blowy and watery and take the time to dissect it and um, really pick apart the pieces that are impacting us or standing out to us the most. So more of that to come. But first and foremost, I want to talk to you guys about Compass. Now, if you are a frequent listener to the podcast, I know you've heard it a bunch, but we're going to keep talking about it because you know what? Next year, 2023, we got six compasses coming. Now, if you don't know what compass is, compass is a uh, nature fast rites of passage that is geared towards men who are ready to begin the next phase of life, whatever that is. If there is a shift that's happening in your life or you are ready to stop being who you've been in order to give birth to the man you've always, always dreamed of being, this is an excellent opportunity to take uh, take away all distractions and really get to increase your knowledge of self. Get to spend time alone in nature, get to know who you are better and really draw that line in the sand so you can step over and you can truly embody the man you've always dreamed of being. Now we got, again, six compasses in 2023. We've got some on the East Coast, some on the West Coast, some in Austin, Texas. So there's probably one that's pretty close to you. Go on the website and check it out. Learn more about Compass and looking forward to seeing you out in the wilderness. All right, fellas, without further ado, here's our episode. Desi Dorada. Go placidly amid the noise and haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly. And listen to others, even to the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly to the counsel of years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe. No less than the trees and the stars, you have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. 
Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive them to be. And whatever your labors and aspiration and the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. Max Ehrman. So the Desiderata was written in 1927, but shit, it could have just been written yesterday. It is it, every single line in there rings true. Now, I'm deciding to switch it up a little bit and step away from the five ways to be a better leader or 10 things that every man in a relationship needs to focus on or some other uh, direct you know, playbook to help make your life better in some way, shape, or form. I'm deciding to stray away from that and really drop this poem for two reasons. The main reason it is a poem that I have continued to go back to probably for the last at least 12 years. And it is something that I'll go back to in different seasons, you know, of life. And there's always something that I'm seeing almost for the first time, even though I've read it a hundred times before. Every time I open it up and look at it and read it, there's always a line that sticks out. I'm like, man, that's the thing that I need to hear right now. So it has personally been a a rubric, a guide, a map um, to be the best man I can be throughout life as my life has changed significantly in the past 12 years. So that's one reason. The second reason is that there is a certain um, learning that comes from art that can only come from art, right? Now, it doesn't matter if it's a painting or if it's a poem in this case, or a song or a play. Um, there's something about witnessing art and deriving our own meaning and lessons from what is being portrayed that uh, I really think it, it just like nails what freedom is, right? It's like being able to interpret the stimulus that is outside of us, being able to interpret the world at large and derive our own meaning from it and therefore use that meaning to help us in whatever way, shape or form. And it doesn't matter what, you know, in this case, Max Ehrman was uh, wanted to, to convey to the readers, right? Because he can't control what we're going to take from it. And there's a beautiful freedom there as well. So those two reasons. Um, now, I could easily just go line by line in this poem and just really just uh, take out all the gold that's from it. But I wouldn't want to rob you of that opportunity, right? I want, uh, I want it to be a tool in your tool belt. I want it to be a, um, a guiding light like it's been for me, if you see fit. Um, and also, once you be able to read it and uh, listen to it and just go through it time and time again and, and have the opportunity to take the lessons out from it as, uh, as it's most relevant for what you are going through at that point in your life when you are reading it. So I will give an overall view of it. Um, and just why I love it so much and why I'm actually sharing it today. Um, so there's two main elements from it. One, I think there's just such a beautiful balance of masculine and feminine in this poem. The masculine aspect I see as some of the direct uh, to do, like things you should do, listen to all other people, take your career seriously, uh, go placidly amidst the noise. It's like, do these things, right? And I think all the things that he has there are uh, ways that enable us to be centered, um, grounded, and powerful men. So there's the masculine aspect there, right? 
And then there's this whole other feminine aspect to it that I see as um, all the aspects that are talking about, we belong here, right? You're important. Uh, Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself, even though he also states to be disciplined, right? And the final line, strive to be happy. You know, there's this element that um, life is difficult. There's all these things that are going around at all times. And, you know, keeping peace within our soul is the most important thing. You know, that's what he's stating here. And I, I see that as feminine, uh, not in the sense that we don't require it as men, but in the sense that it is something we often, I often deem as not very important because I have to figure out the answer to whatever difficulty is at hand here. Can you relate? <laughs> Um, so there's that element. And then, you know, this time around, I came back to this poem because uh, probably like you, just going through a difficult time in life. You know, there's many moving plates. There's many things changing in my life right now. Um, there's many things that uh, plans that have fallen through are not going the way that I thought they would. Um, there's things that are taking longer than I expected them to. Um, and all in all, it's just like, you know, my plan that I had maybe six months ago looks very different than it does right now. And that has brought up a lot of dissatisfaction, uh, distress, and discomfort in me, right? Can you relate to that? I'm sure you can. And, you know, the the paragraph at the end where Max is talking about the universe unfolding as it exactly as it should, whether you know it or not. This is something that Again, it's not revolutionary. It's something that we've heard. I know you've heard. I've heard it a bunch of times. And a lot of times when I hear that, it, it has a very uh, ethereal uh, essence to it. It has a very just like love and light. You know, everything is just, everything's perfect. Everything's happening exactly how it should. And sometimes it really pisses me off to either hear it or even think of it um, because I feel like I should be grateful for all my difficulties, right? And I'm like, fuck, that's the last thing I want to do right now. However, um, when I read it this time, it, it, it changed. It, I saw it a little bit differently. Now, this could be because uh, last night I was in a men's team meeting um, here in Tahoe City, in Lake Tahoe Basin, and uh, I was sharing some of the difficulties that I was going through with my team. And there was a common thread that was going around where kind of everyone was feeling a bit um, fatigued. And not just physically, not just like, you know, I got a lot going on in the day and I'm really fucking tired, right? It's uh, spiritual fatigue, uh, mental fatigue, just like this overall, like feeling uh, beaten and battered and like, like I'm just trying as hard as I can and it's still not good enough and there's still more to do. And I just don't know if I have the energy to do it. For me specifically, there was a fear that's coming up of like, man, I feel like I'm trying really hard at all the things that I have. And I'm still not hitting all the marks. There's still, you know, many more items on the to-do list that I didn't get done. And I'm just fearful that if I'm feeling this fatigued right now and I'm still not doing all the things that I feel I need to be doing, how am I ever going to reach the vision, right? How am I ever going to have the capacity to um, actualize the vision that I have if I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking tired and beat right now. And at that time, one of the men on my team said, um, when's the last time you 
sat back and reflected on the last year, two years and celebrated. Fuck. Well, that's, I'm notoriously bad at celebrating myself. Um, and a lot of guys are, a lot of times I see that as like, what's the point of celebrating myself if I'm not at the mountaintop that I'm aiming for. Right. But going back, he said, when's the last time you've done that? I'm like, wow, it's, it's been quite a while actually. And, uh, you know, a lot of the things that are occurring right now, although they're not, um, where I foresee them being in X amount of months or years from now, they, they are things that I was praying for, you know, a year ago, two years ago. So, okay, there's that proof that the universe is unfolding as it should. And then another guy, you know, he's, uh, he's one of those guys that's got a bunch of businesses, failed businesses, started a new business. He's had a ton of businesses in his life. You know, he's like, I, I see the point of where you're at and uh, can really relate to that essence of um, trying to decide, like, is this the thing that I do or do I go here next or do I put this thing down? And he's like, it's not a bad place to be. You know, that's what he expressed to me. And sometimes you need to think on something for a year or two, or sometimes you need to learn a lesson from this business and you actually need that thing to fail in order to open the space for the next thing to open up. And uh, it was in that moment that I realized or remembered, I should say, that myself and a lot of men that I'm in close relationship with are um, we're in a rush to get to the Holy Grail, right? We're in a rush to get to the you know, to owning the home and to having the toys and to having the freedom of time and to make all the money to do all the things, right? And we, and until we get, it's like almost like we can't be happy until we get to that point. I can't be happy until I get to that point. Now, saying this now in this reflective state, I obviously know that's not true. Like I could totally be happy in the process, but a lot of times when I'm in the process, I'm like, I'm not happy because I'm not there. And not only am I not there, I feel like I'm not getting there fast enough. So all that is to say, um, sometimes you got to trust your plan, even if your plan isn't working the way that it seems like uh, like it should or the way that you planned for your plan to work, if that makes sense. A lot of planning there. (laughs) So, you know, in all of that, continue to trust your gut. Continue to take the next clear step that's right in front of you and continue to trust that things are unfolding exactly as they should. And not necessarily in that woo-woo sense, but in the sense that if you take a moment and look back a year ago, how different is your life now from then? How much closer are you to the end goal than you were a year or two from right now, a year or two past from right now, right? So trust that you're moving in the right direction. And as you move in that right direction, continue to keep your peace, continue to keep your center, continue to trust your voice and speak your truth clearly, and continue to know your worth, continue to know your importance, and continue to love yourself despite um, not necessarily being where you want to be. Because although if you are not there yet, just know that you're moving in the right direction. And if you need proof of that, look to the past a bit. And if all that fails, just call up a bro. Call up someone that you love, someone that you trust, someone that knows you well. Share with them what's going on. Get it off your chest. 
read this poem one more time, and then continue to put one foot in front of the other. Keep moving forward because you're going to get there. All right. Read the Desiderata again. Let it impact you. Swirl it around and continue to extract all the lessons from it. I hope this, I hope this poem impacts you and really lifts up your spirit as much as it does mine. Much love. There you have it, the Desiderata by Max Ehrman. I want to thank you for checking in to this episode of Fam Life. I really hope that this poem planted a seed in some way, shape, or form. I hope that uh, some of these sentences, a word or two, really stands out for you, plants that seed in your mind, and that you're able to continue to water that seed and that it grows into a powerful oak tree, right? I hope it's a poem that you're able to come back to time and time again and it's able to plant more seeds in your mind and that you're able to really just dissect it in a way that it helps you become a better man it helps you uh, remember to love yourself it helps you remember the simplicity of life and continue to strive to be happy whatever it is i highly encourage you to read this poem for yourself if you're a visual guy like me sometimes it helps to see those words on paper or on a screen and uh yeah take some time with it i think there's something for every single human being in this poem share it with a bro share it with your parents share it with your partner just share it with someone so I've, I've shared it with so many people throughout the last 12 years and uh it's always led to great conversations so great icebreaker nonetheless check out the desi dorada some more as always thank you for supporting the rising man podcast until next time stay up Ow. Thank you.